0: Previously on Creek Chat. So let's talk about Jack and David.
1: Yeah, it's still good. It's keep on keeping on.
0: Same old, same old, keep it Until until they're not,
1: Pacey's gonna be in some sort of bad water with his company.
0: The reporter comes back, which makes me think she's got to know something. No, it
1: almost makes me think she knows nothing. Well, maybe we were overblowing the whole is the Fed's gonna come down hard on pacey
0: dawson's marching that he just needs that money pacey he gets fired pacey after his long day shows up over at dawson's house
1: it picks up right where we fucking left off on the fucking eddie train the funny thing about this is is i was team eddie right and then he disappeared dude fuck you eddie go back to la
0: Welcome to 50 Randy Quaid's Presents Creek Chat. I am your host, JT. You were put on this earth to make money. And with me, my guest.
1: It's me. It's me. It's the best guest in the Midwest. Motherfucking Chucky B.
0: And we're here to talk to you about two episodes of season six of Dawson's Creek. 19 and 20. Love Lines and Catch-22. Um, before we get into your predictions And we get into the breakdowns Let's just say This two pack was like a cup of Room temperature piss In that I want nothing to do with it
1: Yeah I mean there's uh, Not that much that fucking happens
0: There's They they put plenty of shit on the screen But almost none of it feels like The stakes even matter Because it's situations I have not no, been given enough to care about It's literally like
1: It's filler For the We're almost done Here's just a couple of bullshit episodes before we get to the finale of this motherfucker but
0: the problem is they could have given us stakes that mattered let's just before we even get into the real details let's look at Jack and David for example and I've brought it up over a course of a number of our own episodes already what have they been doing with them hiding them in the background we're just pretending or on, we're, we're, we're supposed to know that everything is good but they've give by not putting them on screen for more than a couple of blips they've given me no reason to give a fuck about that relationship sure I can assume it's going good but when it goes sour i don't really care because i've got no investment in david i don't know fucking david no
1: i'll tell you this i give no fucks about that relationship and it makes me immediately 100% side with jack because you know what i go i know jack i have investment in jack i give no fucks about david fuck you and the high horse you rode in on david
0: we'll talk about that let's talk about your predictions real quick which maybe were more entertaining than the actual uh, Two pack we got to here, but we'll see. I-, I don't know if it's just me or if it's you or it's my imagination or some combination of all of that. But I feel like as the uh, the show has gone on, your predictions have gotten longer and longer and longer. Probably. Or I'm just transcribing it more word for word than I used to because I think it's really funny to put it all in a view like your likes and your ums. Well, on
1: top of it too the more we've done the more you've asked questions that's during true. That's my
0: true. predictions that's true because I, i'm always fishing for a little something and usually i'll get some gold out of you when i do that because if i don't you're just gonna be like okay here's what happens with jen next episode here's what happens with dawson next episode here's what happens with joey I'm done like, wait hold on but what happened to like everyone else all the other times like things are happening right oh no the same thing happens for the whole three pack they just cover it in the next episode what that never happens you've done that five times now it's never come true what are you doing you've stopped doing that though you've you've stepped away from that one but I feel like I had to after a while ask questions otherwise the prediction part was just gonna disappear from the show <laughs> now we're getting inside problem. we're getting inside baseball no one needs to hear about this let's get inside. Your predictions, which consequently are also baseball related, not your predictions, just your home runs. I'm gonna shut up. Okay, love lines. So this is obviously gonna be talking about the love lives of our characters here. What's that? What's that? I hear
1: home run. That's
0: a crack of uh, a home run for sure. So, Bam! So we got out this- of that motherfucking park immediately. So we got the fact that some of these people work at a hotline called The Stand where you sit so you can stand, so you can hug. But I do want you to know that The Love Line is where these fucking people are all calling to. And these fucking lovebirds at The Love Line, fucking Jen and Supernatural, they're just kind of like, oh, look at my awesome haircut. And Jen's like, oh, I'm so so jealous my haircut's terrible and they're just going back and forth about haircuts and they're giving advice to people calling so like pacey's calling he's all like oh man he's like my girl she left me for this guy that left across the country now he came back but just for like a little bit because he's going across to school in the fall so maybe i can get her back then that was more, more me fucking up than you fucking up honestly and they're like, dude, just let it go, you know? Like, maybe burn Eddie. And he's like, I never said his name. And they're like, dude, we know it's Eddie. <laughs> Alright. So, like... <laughs> they did do a thing where the MTV show, formerly radio show, Loveline, was doing a fundraiser for The Stand. And people were asking run. questions. So, I'm absolutely giving you all run for that. Like... <laughs> Fucking home run! Now the whole Pacey and anything? Not so much. Pacey <laughs> goes all in on this job. He even says, like, almost word for word at one point, like, "Yo, that relationship drama bullshit is dead." I am fully R- 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 rinaldi and Sons or whatever this fucking company is. <laughs> Sepatech. No, that's the company they're investing.
1: Sepatech pusher.
0: Yeah, that's who. But that's not the company he works for. That's just the teat that he was suckling from.
1: That he fully invested himself in. Ooh,
0: baby! Again, we'll get to that. Uh, Dawson's love life is going to come back to the front burner when he goes back to the rehab to see Audrey, and he's all like, "Yo, what up, girl? What up?" And this is where my old prediction is going to come back to the full front and center. And this prediction, really, he's going to be like, "Oh man, where's Tony Stark?" And Audrey's like. <laughs> <laughs> all right and Audrey's like well actually Tony Stark left but she's like I'm gonna get out soon and Dawson's like oh girl what up and Audrey then maybe we could go back down that road I mean always think that in the back of your mind a Hollywood wedding could happen because it's just like that's what keeps me going that's what gets me up in the morning is the fact that there could be a Hollywood wedding. I think that Tony Stark is done, gone. We're never gonna see her again. <laughs> okay, alright. So those were your predictions for Love Lines. Let's hear the real let's hear the real breakdown. Oh boy, I can assure you, Tony Stark does not come up. You were home run, gone forever. Well, I don't know, maybe she comes back for the wedding.
1: I was trying to say, abroad, oh, but I couldn't breathe.
0: She could come back for the wedding, or maybe she pops back up in these final two episodes. I highly doubt it. <laughs> well, we'll see. Here's the real breakdown for Lovelines. A benefit session of Loveline exposes the problems between Joey and Eddie, Jen and CJ, and Jack and David. So exactly what we just said. So let's move on to your uh, equally long predictions for Catch-22 pacey's gonna be in some sort of bad water with this company no matter what he can't win right hopefully he didn't put any of dawson's money in there but maybe that's the thing he did put dawson's money in there and it's gonna screw dawson just as much as it screws pacey maybe right i feel like dawson at this point Dawson's someone someone drove into gail's house and he didn't get mad if he gets mad over money with pacey then it's whatever
1: Well, home run on uh, Pacey investing his and Dawson's money.
0: We didn't find out Dawson's reaction because we didn't get there yet, but we're just about to, but we'll get there. Let's move along here. Joey for sure is going to realize that Eddie's going to have to go back to LA at some point, point. she's going to be staying in Boston, I assume, unless she's transferring to the LA chapter of Worthington. She, she can't put things on, <laughs> she can't put things on hold. As much as she thinks she can, she has to be trying to pursue something. They cannot work out a long distance thing. She has proven she doesn't know how to email. She leaves really long messages. So it's true. They definitely end up not together at the end of this two-back. Yes. And let's close this thing out here. Grams is not looking good. (laughs) Sometimes I write it out so I make sure I say it a certain way. Like I put a whole bunch of periods between grams and is and is and not so i just remember to put pauses (laughs) because that's kind of how you say it too i just oh my god jack and david keeping on keeping on as long as they are off screen they are fucking and keeping on keeping on i feel like we're gonna get jack to come back to just like walk through to be like oh grams how you doing man I'm going to have a really hard time making it through this whole section because it's ridiculous. And Grams will be like, I'm not doing good, Jack. I'm not doing good. And Jen will just be like, she's not doing good, Jack. She's not doing good. And Jack will be like, oh, man, that's terrible. Well, me and David really got to go out to dinner tonight, so I'll holler at you, like, next week if you're still around. (laughs) And Grams will be like, I hope you two fellas have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Take these condoms. I I won't need them anymore, Jack. I won't need them anymore. (laughs) Like, I feel like I'm going to have to take that whole conversation from you predicting it and just make that the whole previously on. For the next one. I'm do anything else but that Jack and and Jen and Graham's conversation. She's not doing good, Jack. <laughs> She's not doing good. Here's the breakdown for Catch-22 for real, though. As Eddie surprises Joey with an elaborate end-of-the-school-year gift, Pacey's dreams come crashing down on the heels of a Favorite Stocks meltdown.
1: Favorite Stocks. I'm fucking crying. I'm laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> All right, let's 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 get the love life, sound the love lines with this first yeah. episode. Let's start out. Let's get everyone to, because there's that whole benefit thing. Let's get everyone to that benefit. Because everyone gets pretty much laid bare there. But let's get the underlying problems. Eddie's problem is Joey doesn't want to have sex with him, and he wants to whine about it like he's in the fourth grade and someone took away his favorite toy.
1: Yeah, Eddie's all like... Come on, Joey, let's fuck, let's fuck, what's going on? Why aren't we fucking? And
0: then Audrey kicks down the door like, boom, I'm back, bitches. Basically, and she's like, who, guess who I saw my flight in right now? And she was like, I don't know who the fuck you saw on your flight. And Audrey's like, this old dude whose dick I want to suck, it's Dr. Drew Pinsky.
1: Yeah, she was like, dude, Dawson visited me at, at rehab. We totally got down and then, fucking, he was hitting on Tony Stark. And Eddie's like, Iron Man? And Joey's all like, no, silly, the director, obviously. Dude,
0: okay, so this is 2003. I'm going to bet big money Eddie's got no idea who Tony Stark as Iron Man is. Because he probably never read comic books as a kid or watched any shit. That I- and Iron Man really wasn't that big of a deal until, what, 2003? Eight? Did that first one come out
1: I don't even remember when it came out
0: I'm just saying there's no way Eddie who barely knows what Loveline is Doesn't know what Loveline is He didn't know about Tony Stark either It's
1: funny when he's all like what's MTV
0: Yeah I almost believed him And he was like I'm just kidding guys I'm like Eddie you're not funny either You're just like Joey not funny That's why not Audrey's funny here, Audrey's here all. To make the, bring the laughs Audrey's like okay so she's the one Who brings up this whole fundraising thing Whatever I'll see y'all later Eddie brings up the sex again later after Audrey's gone. And Joey, like, doesn't want to talk about it. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, just a few episodes ago, Joey couldn't wait to talk about sex with Pacey. She was arguing about the fact that he didn't want to. And I'm like, so what are you doing here, Joey Potter? You're going to be with a guy that you don't even, like, talk about sex with person to person? You don't want to be with this guy who you're, like, begging to talk about sex with? Like, what's going on here? What are you thinking?
1: It makes no sense at all. She... This entire storyline makes no sense.
0: Well, so they... We'll leave them at the doors to the event walking in together. And let's get our next couple up in there. And that's Jack and David, who are coming out of... Some sort of weird hibernation they've been into To get into some fucking drama They're selling tickets to the event earlier in the day And some dude comes up And like he's hitting on David at first it seems like But David's like Oh Fred? Fred, that's his name Yeah, yeah, yeah This would be the first time Yeah, I wrote it
1: down because I was like This is very weird
0: This might be the first time you've ever written down a real name In the history of Greek chat
1: Well because the whole situation just seemed not real
0: just the way they handled it was because it was hitting on David, and David's like, oh, yeah, talk to my boyfriend over here. And Jack's like, bro, it's cool. Don't worry about it. And then the dude, like, gets the googly eyes for Jack. And then the dude walks away, and Jack's like, oh, he seems like, no, David's like, he seemed nice. And Jack's like, yep, cool, cool, cool. And they move along. Well, yeah, and
1: that's when I wrote down, I was like, oh, they're back and still together. And then I will, For now.
0: Well, they, well they, they fucking sow the seeds immediately afterwards, because we're still pre-show here, but Jack's sitting down by himself. He's saving a seat for fucking David. Apparently, they were supposed to meet on the other side. That's why David isn't there, but we don't know that yet. So good old Fred shows up, and Jack invites him to sit down, and they're laughing, and they're joking. When David walks up, he's like, what the fuck is going on?
1: And the funny thing is, is he doesn't just invite him to sit down. He's all like, no, man, this is like, I'm saving this for David, my yeah. boyfriend, yeah. blah, blah, blah.
0: The lights start to go down. And-
1: yeah. Yeah, and he's all like alright fuck it you can have the spot
0: Well yeah after David comes up and gets all Pissy about it he's like I'll just leave now And David's like yeah that's a good idea And I'm like oh man like It's a, I don't know I guess I could see why he'd be I'd be upset about This later bring it up later but don't cause A fucking scene right at the beginning Of a show
1: if I'm the Fred guy I probably get the fuck out of there Would just be like as soon As the the David guy Came over I'd be like Hey man, sorry, no problem, I'll leave Like, it's not a big deal Like, you guys are making it a big deal It is not a big deal Yeah,
0: like, this clearly is some There's something going on between you two That has nothing to do with me So I'm just gonna get the fuck out of here And y'all deal with that Because I don't need to be in the middle of this Maybe I'll run into one of you later In the future when this is sorted But peace Let's get our final couple here And that's Jen and Supernatural And Jen is hosting this thing that's the the kicker here because it's for the stand, she's kinda of running a show, fielding the questions. Supernatural's gonna be out there, like running a microphone and shit. And he's like, How you doing, girl? How you holding up for this?
1: And she's all like she's all like, I'm I'm not doing good, Supernatural. I'm not doing good. I'm gonna have to break up with you. And
0: uh And then she that's it. Bye. Yep, see ya. So then later at the show, like she's she's setting up and she's freaking out to David. Cause David is still helping out with shit too about like not being able to host and then Supernatural shows up and she's like, listen,
1: she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I thought I broke up with you, Supernatural. I thought I told you it
0: wasn't going good. She's like, also, I have these cold cuts I have to go deal with before they go bad. So excuse me while I go eat a whole bunch of meat. So Audrey comes up to Jen while she's going to find that tray of cold cuts. And she's like, where's Dr. Drew at? And Jen's like, get the fuck, get, get out of here Are you crazy? And Adam Carolla rolls up And he's trying to bang these college Girls all episode, he's the creepiest Piece of shit, he's always a creepy Piece of shit.
1: Well, and then he's like Chit-chatting with Audrey, and Audrey finally is like, so have you ever Seen Dr. Drew naked? And Adam Carolla's like, oh yeah
0: And then he walks all away the time. And then he walks and
1: away then, And then he walks away, it's just This whole fucking episode is people just like
0: Walking away Saying
1: one liners and then the other person being like Ho ho and then walking away
0: So let's get to lights down Stage lights up and let's get the show on the road. Jen's up on stage. She welcomes the crew out, to, you know, Adam and Dr. Drew out to the stage. And she's like, what's up, crowd? Let me get some questions. And her one of her biggest fears comes true. No one has a fucking question. And my thought process is, what the fuck are any of you doing there right now if no one has a question?
1: That's what I was thinking, too. Like, I thought it was really fucking stupid that there's an entire room of people... And no one's got any questions And then on top of it Like I feel like if you're planning this Aren't you setting it up To where there are gonna be at least a, Like you've at least got two or three Like starters To be like Alright oh, we're gonna start here
0: I, I'd be like I need to have at least six people Three on each side of the auditorium To fucking ask some questions Just to lube the room up a little bit Get them nice and greasy yeah. But that's not what happens here So see, Supernatural jumps in He's like, I got a question And Jen's like, no you don't And Dr. Drew's like, oh yes he does
1: And then Adam Kroll is like, I would fucking cut that bitch
0: Yeah, he's basically like I would kill her and leave her in the desert No problem, I'd get rid of her And Jen's like, well I don't think That you should A, be alive But at the very least Should not be dispensing advice to college students You creepy fuck Yeah,
1: it was pretty funny and then she gives herself away that it was that's, her. That's well. That's it was a little bit later, but
0: well, I am just because right now, fucking whiny baby Eddie makes such a fucking scene about Joey not sleeping with him.
1: What what is the deal with all these fucking people talking about all their shit in public while they're out and about? Why don't you just fucking deal with the event? And fucking...
0: I've only got one answer for that, and it's the least satisfactory of all. It's a TV show. It's a TV show? show? That's it. Because it
1: makes makes no fucking sense otherwise why these people would all just be like, oh, let's just throw all of our fucking business out right here at this fucking
0: place. It's just stupid. But the fact of the matter is this. You and I are more or less homebodies there might be people who do this shit all the time this might be normal people probably do make spectacles of themselves on a regular basis i can't say i've never done it in my life some people probably do it all the time some people live for this shit. i tried not eddie makes eddie makes such a scene that the cameras or the lights point on him they're like why don't you come up on stage because you're yelling about sex? And Joey's like, I don't think so. And And
1: then they go up on stage. They only go
0: up on stage. So they go up there and they basically are talking about how Dr. Drew's like, do you have daddy issues? This is about abandonment. Also, what kind of medications are you on? And I'm like, why would you ever tell anyone especially not your own doctor what kind of medications you're on in front of a whole fucking room of people that's a dumb thing to even ask someone in that setting yeah relevant maybe but something you should discuss in private with your own fucking doctor so the whole thing just like it's a skeevy situation to begin with i would have never gone to this event at all but joey's like you need to call on someone else now And that's when David decides to raise his hand. And I'm like, oh, no. Here we go, David.
1: Yeah, it was just not good. I I, I am not, like, I, I don't understand his issue with the whole situation. I don't feel like, I feel like it was just basically, like, uh, a misunderstanding
0: let's just put it on hold for right now because nothing really happens for it at the moment we cut over to audrey pulling some chick named mandy by the ponytail away from the fucking shadow screen To be like Doctor Drew, I want to get naughty, naked with you.
1: Oh yeah, that was basically all it was. Like she said some true things, but she's basically like, "Yo, I want to
0: fuck." Well, she did. She brought up her alcoholism and shit like that, and she's like, "Well, the serious thing I want to ask is, do you want to get naked?" And everyone's like, "Oh," because the crowd once the crowd was kind of dead, but once Joey and Eddie got pulled up on stage, this place is fucking. Oh, it got rock like rockish. It's a live wire. It's rock hard in there. Well, Jen tries to get the move on from there, but Supernatural cuts back in. And he's like, you know what? I'd like a woman's perspective. Why don't you tell me why my woman broke up with me? And Dr. Chu's like, man, Supernatural, that's such a good idea. Jen, why don't you give him a taste of the stand? Stand yeah. up. Stand up. And give the room a hug so that y'all and can- And she's s-
1: like, you know what? Like, I can't do this because, like, like- And then she just goes on this whole fucking thing. Like, she reveals that she's the girl- And she's like, no, like, you're not the problem, like, Supernatural. Like, you are the perfect, you are the Kendal that I would build and then turn into my fucking boyfriend via weird science. She would fucking totally bring him to life weird science style. Oh, shoot. That's that's the
0: whole thing. And then she gets weird. And then... Once shit gets real weird, she turns to Joe and she goes, Yeah, well, you're more screwed up than me.
1: And then she just fucking leaves. Then there's a. Uh, well, the room Audrey's all the like. The
0: room erupts at that point. So while the oh, room is yeah. erupting, they take off. And Jen's like, Audrey, take this microphone. You're in charge now.
1: And then there's a fucking montage Of oh, crazy okay. Dr. Drew Just being like What medication you on? What medication you on? What medication you on? What medication went on? Did you blow him? Did you blow him? Did you blow him? Did you blow him? And I'm just like What the fuck is happening?
0: Also, what medication are you on? Yeah It was Yeah, yeah. Well, so with the show's over We're done So Eddie and Joey Are backstage after the show They're looking for Audrey Trying to get her to get out of there And they're bickering about All the shit they're normally bickering about And Adder Corolla comes up And he's like Eddie, shut the fuck up. Joey, if you could trust this dude, would you be with him? And she spends a very long time to end up just kind of shrugging her shoulders and going, yeah, I
1: guess. (laughs) Yeah, and is just like, all right, dude, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Get her to trust her and she'll fuck you. I have to leave and try to find some other hot young chicks to fuck.
0: And Eddie's like, listen, girl, you're just going to have to take a leap of faith on me. Because I love you more than anything. And Joey's like, "Mm, okay, forget about Audrey. Let's go back to my room and fuck right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's all like, you know what? I'm all of a sudden super fucking hot to fuck. Let's go fuck. So here's
0: where we're going to wrap up Jack and David for now. Jack and David are talking at the end. Jack's kind of joking around about it. Like, oh, yeah, we got to get to the bar so we can find someone else I can flirt with. And David's like, it's not fucking funny, Jack. Does it look like I'm fucking laughing?
1: Jack- I feel like David's blowing it out of proportion uh,
0: uh, Well, Jack's Jack says to him like, To me this is nothing I was talking to a guy And you're blowing it way out of proportion If you think it's such a big deal Why don't you just break up with me And that's when David turns and goes Oh well you're just being dramatic You're acting just like Jen You're looking for a way out of this thing And I'm like no David You're the one who's picking for a way to get out of this you, yeah. he, because he is—he's blowing this shit way out of proportion, and he's like, "Listen, here's yeah, here's the deal. Take the time, think about it. Break up with me or apologize to me." Those are your options. I'm like, fuck you, David.
1: Oh, and Jack's even like, hey, I'm sorry. And David's it, like, that wasn't hard. It
0: thoughts. was not an actual. I'll give David that. It was not a real apology. Although it wasn't
1: a real apology, but what does he have to f- fucking feel sorry for?
0: But that's what David wants him to realize. And if he doesn't yeah, realize, fuck David. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just telling you that I that is not going to be a satisfactory apology for someone who wants an apology move on from those fucks jen and supernatural they end up coming together here jen's like listen dog i gotta come clean with you i just been freaking about our grams grams is dying man and that. and i need some help and he's like baby girl i got you let me put you in this cocoon of love and i will help you and grams survive forever some it's something like that
1: that made me think that this character might actually be like a good guy. And that's when I'm like, how the fuck did we No, I'm like, sorry. Miss that he was a good guy? No, or no. is it just he isn't a good guy?
0: I don't think it's a matter of whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. It's a matter of whoever the fuck decided to write the continuity of this season, especially in regards to that character, just didn't give a shit. Because he's been a bad guy and a weird guy, and if they were going for me liking him through the whole sleeping with Audrey and fucking up a whole bunch of friendships and all that, I'm supposed to like him and think he's not a weirdo? Well, fuck you. That is that was bad and shitty behavior.
1: Well, and it's weird continuity too that because we were questioning why Jen would like this guy the entire time.
0: Jen, and... that I, I it's not. I, the more I think about it, that I guess I don't have a problem with because. She historically has bad taste in men and will be drawn to someone who might treat her like shit. But he does it in a more sophisticated way than all the doormen that used to fucking just take advantage of her in bathrooms at fucking Yeah, night when clubs. she was like 14. Like, she's like, this guy does it intelligently. And we're the same Bitch. age. Ugh. It's weird. My, it's so
1: gross to think about. Just
0: my point is this: by the time we get to the end of this two pack with them too, like, am I supposed to like this relationship? I don't like it. I, I don't. I don't support it, and I don't like what's happening. Audrey gets a ride home from Doctor Drew at the end. That's yeah, the whole. Thing. And
1: well, and the funny thing is, she's like, "Hey, like, I'm only like half serious about wanting to fuck you." Oh no! But I know you're married. No, so she's like, I'm, I'm full nah.
0: serious. Full serious about wanting to fuck you, but I also know that you're married, so we're good. If I were still drunk as a fucking skunk right now, I'd probably be trying to unzip your pants, but I'm sober, Audrey, so I know better.
1: And he's all like, he's like, hey, you need to ride back to the dorms? She's like, yeah, And yeah, she's yeah, all yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know I do because I need to go to summer school.
0: And he's like, please don't beat me up in the parking lot when I drop you off. I know you told me that story earlier. How you got such a big thrill Out of just kicking this man in the gut While he was laying in the gravel But I just I'm not going to try and do anything weird to you girl I'm not driving a monster truck I'm not driving a monster truck It's not me, it's not my style And so they ride off in Dr. Drew's this monster, monster
1: th- This monster truck limo comes up Yeah I was going to say
0: Oh no, oh no. Yeah they, they, they roll out in Dr. Drew's monster truck limo That's exactly what happened there And they roll that bitch right into episode 20 Catch 22 Catch twenty two. I mean, it has nothing to do with the monster truck Lemo. That's not in this episode. Let's get back Poor to my least, it? my least favorite storyline of the whole thing, and that's Jack and David. We're going to wrap the whole thing up real quick right out the gate here. David's working at the stand. Jack comes in and Jack really seems like he wants to fix this problem. He seems like. He
1: legitimately looked like he was like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I want to work this out. Let's figure this out. And David's like, I'm just not in a good mood right now. So maybe later, maybe when I get off of work.
0: By the end of this, by the end of the conversation here at work, they're both kind of smiling though. So you're like, all right, maybe, maybe Jack's warmed David over and David's going to stop being a little bitch and he shows up at hell's kitchen which is where they've agreed to meet later.
1: And yeah, and Jack just happens to be talking to some dude. And David's like, "Oh, I saw you talking to that guy and I wasn't even going to come in. I was just going to like leave because I mean, you're already planning on your next hookup." And Jack's like, "That's just literally someone from my fucking class."
0: And he's like, "Yeah, well, I can't believe that." He's I, and they start saying like, "I feel like you don't give a shit about me." And I'm like, "So he's pulling He's, he's, he's like pulling. he's like,
1: "Look at that guy. He is tongue kissing a woman why would he like why would i be hitting on him?
0: david's pulling the toby but instead of the issue being the frat which was a real issue the issue in david's mind is jack trying to fuck other dudes which isn't happening yeah or at least as far as we know isn't happening
1: he's just like i just know how you were when you like first became comfortable with it you just started banging all these dudes all fucking all behind Graham's back. What's
0: well, the and seed he's, the he's seed, like, seed they like, planted? Yeah, I did.
1: thought it was behind Graham's back, but she knew.
0: That's the seed that oh, Grams was loving it. She was priming the oven, just like she was doing with Jen and fucking Supernatural the other night. Graham's Grams was all about it. She was running a sex den there, a fucking teenage sex den. Yeah. David just straight up breaks up with him and leaves. He's like, Fuck you, I gotta go. So Jack's just Yeah,
1: so they definitely not keeping on keeping on.
0: Well, Jack's just sitting on the couch with the stand later, and Jen's there, and she comes up to him, and she's like, bro, how you doing, man? And he's like, man, I realized I was just trying to prove to myself that I could be in a relationship, but, like, that wasn't the dude. And Jen's like, yeah, man, not everyone falls in love as a teenager. They don't find the only person now. You just keep looking, and you'll get there eventually. And this felt like maybe the first time this whole season that these two have had a true best friends feeling moment that they haven't had in a long
1: time. And then, like, I felt like Jack took, like, a personal stab at me when he's all like, yeah, man, I don't want to be, like, mid-30s and, like, alone. And I'm just like, fuck you, Jack.
0: Jack doesn't know anything. But these... (laughs)
1: And and that's when Jen's all like, Jen's all like, hey, man, some people don't find their true love till they're, like, 50. And I'm like,
0: yeah, thanks, Jen.
1: At least you're giving me a pep talk.
0: Well, Jen's like, or Jack tells Jen he thinks that... Her and Supernatural are going to work out That's going to stick for the long run They're going to end up wedding bells for Supernatural and Jen That's
1: going to be the wedding we're going to get
0: Do you think so? Uh, I shouldn't even ask that question I'll just add it to the pile of maybes But that's how we leave them off here Jack and David broken up Jen and Jack chilling Let's move on to Joey and Eddie Featuring a little bit of Audrey Uh,
1: This one was pretty much on pretty fast too Although there was a really cool Thing in the middle of it
0: Well we gotta set the table here because they're talking about the book They're talking about the book Catch-22 And Joey's opinion of it (laughs) Joey's opinion of it Being like bleak and everything kind of sucks And Eddie being like yeah but there's the hopeful ending If you just regurgitate The bleak thought process That Professor Dick has about it You're never gonna learn anything blah 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 So she's got this big exam later Audrey storms into the room in the middle of all this And she's like, I'm getting kicked out of fucking school, bitch. This sucks.
1: And Joey's like, no, this says you have to take summer school or else you will get kicked out of school. And Audrey's like, yeah, basically I'm getting kicked out of school. And yeah. Joey's like no bitch
0: yeah, just she, take
1: summer school She's
0: like what you're going to leave me here alone No I'm going to stay here all summer myself You're leaving here in two days Joey And Joey's like I don't know what to tell you So Audrey storms out and she's like I'm going to go negotiate the terms of this letter <laughs> I'm going to go figure something out So Joey and Eddie are kind of talking and She's like so I thought that we were both going to go to like the Cape this summer And get jobs Stay with Bessie and just kind of lay low And Eddie's like psh. You want to fucking hang out with your family all summer? I don't think so, girl. I got way better. He's like,
1: you think I really want to see your dad just, like, I fucking me every day, being like, this motherfucker ain't got no prospects? And she's like, you're going to this super prestigious school. He's like, yeah, across the country, abandoning his daughter.
0: Yeah, so he's like, I got bigger plans than that. And she's like, what are they? He's, he's like, like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll tell you about it later. And she's like, yeah,
1: I'll... I'll let you know after you're done taking Professor Dick's test And then we can piece the fuck out with these plans So
0: literally one episode after And I don't know what the passage of time is between episodes though But the last episode they're saying that he is whining like a child about not getting sex And here we turn around and she is trying to bribe him with sex so like a yeah. pl- complete 180 of what was just happened in the episode before I'm like,
1: There's Perfect. not a lot of continuity you coined, with this season
0: You coined the phrase and you brought it up last episode Spotannuity Yeah You know You know about spotannuity
1: Oh I know all about spotannuity
0: So they're in Professor Dick's room now Pre, They got to the room two hours before the exam Chugging coffee, loving life
1: Well yeah, because she's like, I don't wanna have another incident or we have a fuck nap and I sleep through the majority of my goddamn final.
0: So finally the professor and all the other students roll in and Eddie's like, Man, you know what, Joey? You know what I never did? I never thanked this son of a bitch for that recommendation letter. This was one
1: of the funnier interactions of the entire episode. Joey Potter,
0: Joey Potter in this interaction is peak Joey Potter for me. It's the best she's maybe been in the whole series.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was, it took, like, the culmination of this story and was like, all right, yeah, maybe you guys want to see Joey and Eddie, you know, be together. But the culmination of their storyline interweaves with Professor Dick and it's, this is the payoff
0: they make him and then there's an even bigger payoff with professor dick later like they get their individual payoffs too but this is the group payoff because this is where it all started at was like in his class or like looking back on it like i don't like a lot of what they did with eddie but professor dick was one of the better characters of the whole season maybe maybe series like they used him really well because they didn't make him a weird sex pest you
1: know no and that was the best part about it they made an adult character relating to these younger main characters and it wasn't a weird situation it was just kind of a normal situation
0: in an otherwise
1: like drama filled show that it was refreshing
0: so after joey's like i don't think this is the right time to go thank him for that and he's like what's the worst that could happen i'm gonna go do it so he goes up to thank him and the way he says it like professor dick makes fun of it so they start bickering with each other immediately so joey steps in the middle of them and she's like listen bitches knock it off that's enough out of both of you and they both kind of just go whatever And like joey potter just fucking smacked both of those men directly across the face Settle that whole thing down And then split them up And then she went on to ace the fucking test As she tells Eddie later when they're walking around town Yeah And that's what he reveals He reveals what his big surprise is
1: Yeah and he's all like Alright so we're going to Europe for the summer Well,
0: First he gives her a backpack And I'm like wait he's giving her a backpack There's gotta be something in the backpack But what's in the backpack But he led with here's a backpack
1: And I love how she's just like thanks cool gift bro
0: but then when he reveals the fucking trip to europe she is immediately on board right here she doesn't even give it a second thought it was very un joey potter of her
1: well and the thing is had they left right then in there it would have worked nah but have never gave her time to fucking think about it she
0: that she'd have never made it to the fucking gate she'd have gotten packed at most because she'd have had time to think about it eventually because that's what happens here they go back to a room and they're actually going so far as to start mapping this thing out like they're planning the trip out where they're going to go what they're going to do and then she starts thinking and she goes maybe we should wait a month because if we come back totally broke that's fucked we should work a month save up and then we'll go no one says we have to go now and that's when eddie throws down the gauntlet and he goes i do I do say we have to go now. I'm like, oh, shit, man.
1: Well, and it makes plenty of sense from how he explained it, right? Because it's like, all right, you're young. You only have the three months before before this relationship is more than likely inevitably just going to end. Unless you really put in the work to have a cross-country fucking relationship at your very young 20s. No,
0: he's... He's twenty five, she's twenty. I think is what we established somewhere yeah. in this two pack. So I don't have a problem. Like he's kind of an asshole about the way he goes about saying these things. He's to her, definitely but I don't, an asshole. I don't think he's the- wrong. I don't like no. He
1: goes about it in the wrong way, from my in, in my opinion. But at the same time. Were only shown the drama filled parts of it, and well, I gotta that's believe that's all that...
0: TV works. Though that's all you can take no, into yeah, consideration. Yeah, I get it, but like,
1: I gotta believe that it's she sees it from from a different point of view because she's like, all right, if if this was what this guy was all the time, like, I highly doubt she'd be with him.
0: I don't know. I don't give that much credit to their writing of her perception of him being that mutable. Like, I don't know.
1: And then they just start This leads to a bigger argument About them arguing about like life in general Where he's just like Dude if you keep pushing everything off Like you're just gonna have You're gonna find an excuse to not do something every time
0: Well what really puts her over the edge Is like well you're not this scared person I see right now or maybe you are And you just blinded me the whole time And she just goes well maybe you Just need to find another fucking place to sleep Tonight mister Yeah and kicks his ass out So we see her later and She goes into Professor Dick's office And I totally forgot until this scene That he was her advisor I thought he was just her teacher Like I don't think they brought him up As being her advisor Since the first the first episode we met him
1: No yeah from when she like ran him down
0: So they end up talking about the exam She got an A- on it And she's like fuck yeah Cause that gets her up to a passing grade For the whole yeah. term And he's like I would have given you an A But you just your thoughts on it were so bleak and she's like
1: motherfucker you taught it bleak
0: no that's not what she says she's just surprised to hear his take on it and he's like i highlighted a passage for you in the book why don't you go ahead and read it and there's a bunch to it but the most important thing is where she's like there's nothing negative about running away to save my life and she's like I got to take off right now.
1: She's like, I need to run away with Eddie right now to Europe and spend this next three months with him. It's a
0: once in a lifetime opportunity that she's already passed up on before
1: that she obviously wants to do.
0: She's actually, she has put herself in a position of potentially going to Paris twice. And this time, it's a trip across all of Europe. So this is the third time. If she's not going to do it here, is she ever going to fucking do it? No, she would never do it if she doesn't do it here. So she rolls out. She goes back to the dorm room, and she's like, Yo, Audrey, what up, girl? I'm going to Europe. You need to go to summer classes, bitch. And then she sees a letter from Eddie taped to her phone that says, Bye, bitch basically <laughs> basically you're not adventurous enough for me right now maybe you will be someday but i gotta go i'm getting the fuck out of here so that makes me go is joey potter gonna go to fucking europe now that it's just her or is she just gonna be like well he's out so i'm out
1: this makes me hate eddie even more
0: they just again in the last episode spent the f- harping on the fact that him abandoning her which to be fair the first time he did abandon her. The second time, he went to LA at her insistence. To go to school. At her insistence. They tried yeah. to play it like that was abandonment, but it that wasn't. This one, though, is straight up another, I'm leaving you in the lurch. See ya. Yeah. And I'm like, you cock-sucking asshole. What's fucking wrong with you?
1: Yeah, I, I, it makes me really hate this
0: guy. So that's where we leave that off. So let's jump to the big shit, the real big shit in this one. And we get our answer, I think, at least on what's up with...
1: Oh, I also wanted to point out that, although we definitely pointed out that Professor Dick is like probably the best teacher in all of Dawson's Creek's uh, run, the series, I also want to say that she wants to continue having him be uh, be her advisor and that they're basically best friends.
0: She does say, I don't want you as a teacher again, And I couldn't tell if that was a joke or if she meant that.
1: I feel like it was kind of a joke.
0: Hard to tell. And I'd imagine she could not get by as an English major, not taking at least one more of that guy's classes. He seems like a pretty big deal there. Although I could be wrong. Who knows? But yeah, they are basically best friends. That is a great duo. They did a good job with that relationship throughout the whole season. That's like the one thing I'll give them kudos for this year.
1: So now we get to the... The Pacey, Sasha, and Ruthless Rich storyline.
0: Featuring Dawson.
1: Yeah. Ruthless Rich Rinaldi. Triple R.
0: From what we see, my whole thing about it being corrupt and them setting him up for a fall. Not accurate.
1: Not at all. Uh, it got me going to like to where like I was almost like afraid of it, like being revealed.
0: Well, it's another way that this show has changed from the beginning in that first couple seasons, I'd say at least the first four, I knew what was coming. For the most part, I remembered. I'm just as much in the dark with this shit as you are. I knew something bad happened. But that's all I knew. It's obvious that something bad was going to happen. Just what? I was blowing away out of proportion. You scaled it back, but you also played the game with me too. Because I kept fishing for it. But something bad does happen here.
1: It made me not... So, like, I immediately don't trust Sasha, right? Because... How she was introduced to the show.
0: Do you think there's anything to not? But what is there not to trust about her? What could she have been doing?
1: I don't know. But considering that I was worried about the 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 company and everything like that screwing over fucking Pacey, I just didn't trust her. Again, and so I think,
0: I think more importantly now than her not being trustworthy is they just wrote a character that was didn't matter. It it was there to just serve. A function and will she's not yeah,
1: gonna to fuck pacey and then get married to somebody else
0: yeah her fiance so they end up breaking up it's a bad day for pacey it starts out good for him because they meet they're on a date together he asked her out and she's like oh what took you so long baby girl or boy or whatever and she ends up revealing at some point she does have a boyfriend but pacey doesn't give a fuck he's at work pulling a ruthless rich rinaldi talking to this group of kids
1: the, it, it goes full circle for Pacey And that's how we know that he's about to get fired Because he's become Rich Rinaldi And Then he's gonna get fucked
0: So he ends up going back out To Sadia's and they're fucking again And he's done fucking So he's looking at the TV He's like I'm waiting to hear on Step Attack Does the FDA approve their shit Because once it gets approved all that money comes rolling in But then he turns it off Because they start boning again so he gets into the office later And the mood is particularly grim You can immediately yeah, tell yeah, Something's yeah, yeah. bad Dawson calls Pacey so before Oh yeah Pacey and Dawson wanted to run. get out Yeah Dawson's like I got a bunch of film I need to buy It's super expensive I think it's time to get out right now And Pacey's like just a, just hold out a few more days Dog just a few more days and Dawson yeah. still seems reluctant But he's like alright I trust you man we'll do it
1: yeah, and so then the fucking, so this flu vaccine that was supposed to, like, get universally passed doesn't get passed, and basically the step attack shit just, like, fucking drops super hard, and they lose a bunch of money and stuff. Casey's
0: and- freaking out, and Ronaldi's all these, like, bro, this is biotech shit, this part of the game, like, you're gonna get your ass kicked today? But fucking, it's their fault. They invested. They got themselves in this mess. Just move along. You'll live to fight another day. But Pacey, I think he, I think he feels bad about the whole situation and kind of fucking himself or whatever. But particularly fucking Dawson is what he can't I deal with.
1: Personally, don't think he gives a shit about himself in the aspect of being like, okay, lesson learned. I don't invest all my money in into what I'm pushing.
0: I No, fucking Dawson is the most important thing to him, but I still think he's not happy that he fucked himself. He's been living pretty good. I think
1: he's not happy that he fucked himself, but I think at the end of the day, he's like, I can live with that. What I can't live with is fucking my buddy over.
0: And so he blows this whole thing up. He starts talking to Sadia first, though. He's like, I can't live with this. And even she's like, bro, that's just kind of part of being a stockbroker. Like, yeah, shit's going to go sour sometimes, and if you get your friends involved, sometimes... Things are going to go sour there, too. And he's like, that's not acceptable to me. And that's when they basically just break up when she brings up the fiance. He's like, well, this has been a great day, man. Fucking job. Fuck me. Dawson's fucked. You got a fiance. I'm not getting fucked by you anymore. Fuck this shit. So he goes back to the office. And there's only one more person on his list to tell him that's Dawson, but he can't do it.
1: And so then he like asked Rich, he's like, Hey man, he's like, I really hate to do this, but he's like, I got three hundred dollars in my name. Can you just loan me some money and then I'll pay you back whatever interest rate you want? And uh
0: yeah. Oh Rich just laughs at him and says And nope. Rich is
1: like No man, I'm gonna tell you what you should have told your friends when they wanted to invest. No. Like and to be honest, I really can't disagree with anything Rich says right here. And then Rich, on top of it, like this is this is Pacey's boss. This isn't Pacey's friend. Right. This isn't Pacey's like work buddy. This is fucking boss.
0: I have a just a, a problem with Rich as a person in general. He's a slimeball and a scumbag. I'm not saying that he is obligated I can so understand let, that. I'm not saying he's obligated to lend the money to Pacey here though. But my point is this: he's still a slimeball and a scumbag. Pacey should have known better. He knows Rich. He knows Rich at this point. There's there's no way yeah. Rich is going to bail him out of this situation at in any interest rate because it's more about holding the power over Pacey that he holds over him in this situation by calling him a loser and saying he'll amount to nothing. And of course that puts Pacey over the edge and he gets to swing
1: Yeah, and the funny thing is if he just would have walked away he'd have his job still making probably he good money. He
0: didn't want this job anymore. He just had to get fired with a flare.
1: Yeah, and that's basically what Double R called him out on. he's all like he's like, You don't even want this fucking job. You wanna get fired.
0: And no, that's exactly what it was at this point. After this day, especially, after fucking over Dawson and seeing what it was and seeing to be rich, what rich was was not something Pacey could handle being and that blew up in the computers like literally blowing up as they fought each other.
1: Which was insane. I thought it was gonna cause like because I kept on thinking that this was gonna be more than it was I was, like, expecting fucking Rich to, like...
0: Reveal that he's a secret agent? No,
1: like, get electrocuted or something oh. and fucking, like, die or something. And I was like, oh my god, now fucking Pacey's gonna have to, like, get out of there or something.
0: Well, it ends up with, after him getting fired, while we've got the Eddie voiceover of him reading the letter, the particular part about him saying, maybe we're doomed to repeat our mistakes over and over again and never change... We see the the view of Pacey standing outside the Leary house again, waiting to go inside and break the news. He just hasn't worked up the fucking nerve to do it yet. Yeah. So I think it's an interesting angle that they go with, with the money being invested. The danger with it, though, is if Dawson freaks out, I think it's the wrong fucking call. But what's the point of doing this unless you're going to have him freak out?
1: I don't think he freaks out. I hope
0: he doesn't. I really hope he doesn't. I think he'll carry on let's get your three pack thoughts i'm sorry your two
1: pack thoughts all right so here's my two pack thoughts on season six the final cut so basically three episodes no three relationships are tested in that love line edition of the creek and only david and jack come out of it rocky and we see that they ended up breaking it up completely and then in that second episode i mean you know, Eddie and Joey, they end up kaput too. So that one's gone. The only, the winning couple of Loveline, Jen and Supernatural.
0: They're the fucking tag team champs.
1: we're finally done with this Pacey work drama. And now he's just got to tell Dawson that he blew all of his money.
0: So are you are you ready for the next two episodes? The last two episodes before the final two episodes? <laughs> yes. Episode 21 Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. And episode twenty-two, Joey Potter and Capeside Redemption.
1: I can tell you one thing: I hate that fucking title oh, of the season six finale.
0: Oh yes, I do too.
1: I guess they're leaving college for the last time. We're gonna see it basically, and we're gonna see Audrey there taking summer school. Joey, maybe Joey actually stays with Audrey for a little bit of the summer before she goes back to get her
0: redemption she could keep working at hell's kitchen right she was still working there
1: yeah 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 why not why not why not i guess we're gonna say joey you're gonna stay at hk fucking working it out while your girl is trying to pass her summer classes. I'm going to pass the summer classes. I'm going to do it. Do it right. We got no Eddie and I'm fucking happy. We got no David and I'm fucking happy. We got plenty, plenty, plenty of bad haircuts and super hunky fucking supernatural.
0: You think those two stand the test of the time for this two pack?
1: Oh, most definitely. They are my best chance At a current relationship becoming the wedding.
0: Does Graham's stand the test of time for this two-pack?
1: I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Graham is going to pull through, at least through this two-pack.
0: What about Dawson?
1: Dawson is going to be... He's not going to be happy, but at the same time, like, what can you do? Like, are you going to let it fucking ruin you? No. I think he's probably going to be like, fuck, I should have done that fucking boob movie. So at least could have gotten the money from that to fund this, right? Well no And that's why I'm saying he should have done the boob movie. But obviously he can't do the boob movie now. So him and Pacey Pacey's gonna end up trying to figure out a way to pay him back, even though I don't I don't necessarily know if he owes it to him. They're definitely gonna end up spending a lot of this they're gonna spend a lot of this in Cape Side.
0: I'll reveal to the listeners right now too that you know. That this is essentially what's the end of the current storyline in a timeline. Because the final two episodes are a five-year jump afterwards. So this is essentially a season finale prediction. So what do you think happens for everyone to wrap up their season?
1: Yeah, pretty much what I've been saying. Not much is going to fucking happen. They're all going to end up ba- basically back in Capeside. And Audrey's going to finish summer school
0: what happens with dawson's movie you're telling me nothing happens in the season finale what happens with well, dawson's dawson movie? really well, what happens with what do you pacey? mean what is
1: going to happen with his movie
0: what can happen with his movie he has no fucking money to get filmed unless he puts it all on the credit cards like fucking pacey was telling him to do no that's what he was saying he was going to do pacey didn't tell him to do that what's the? all right go he look. told him
1: it was a sign so
0: nothing nothing happens but the word redemption is being used I don't know what, what more you want from me. Like, it, it's been a, a, a up-and-down fucking no-consistency season. But something has to happen. Something has to happen.
1: I, has anything happened the past four fucking episodes? Yes. No,
0: nothing has. No, it has. It's been no spontaneity, but shit's happened at least.
1: It's been garbage after garbage after garbage. Considering we ha- season five was when this show should end. Because it was fucking spot-on, killing it. Everything was going good. And this season, it feels like a lot of overextending. I'm not going to disagree. And I mean, the Eddie storyline alone shows me that they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then you add the fucking supernatural storyline on top of it. I think supernatural and Jen going to be good. I think Graham's going to make it through the two pack. I think Jack, who knows? They've kept him off a fucking camera half the season. I assume
0: he'll be around.
1: In Boston, and that's the thing, we're gonna see most of the like half the crew is gonna be in Boston, half the crew is gonna be in the original crew outside of Jen is gonna be in Cape Side. So, like, Pacey, Dawson, and Joe gonna be in Cape Side most of the time. But we got Audrey, we got Jen, we got Jack, we got Grams, we got Supernatural all in Boston. But you know that since it's Joey Potter Redemption episode as a f- season finale, season six. It's going to be her redeeming herself somewhere in Cape Side. And then I think it's going to be probably season ending with her boarding a plane to Paris. And oh, God, if we fucking see Eddie in that goddamn airport, I'm going to fucking shit all over this fucking writing staff.
0: I'll be way too mad. I'll be way too fucking mad. Like, I almost want to look now to brace myself. Like, I want to spoil it to make sure it doesn't happen. Otherwise, I might just fucking break my DVD. To, like, ooh, ooh. I'd be mad Alright, well You can check out Every other episode Of Pre-Chat And every other episode Of 50 Randy Quades And Hashtag Cage Talk Edition Over on Spotify Apple Podcasts And of course And most importantly On 50 yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah
1: Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Almost done Almost
0: done Almost done creaking Only two more this episode and until we get at you next time with that next two pack i need you as our beloved listeners to always remember that uh, we, we be, be cricket.